certainly good to see everybody tonight. I appreciate each one that's come in, uh, especially every visitor. Uh, just glad to have everybody. Glad to see Brother Charles come in just a minute ago. And uh, good to be here. Thank the Lord for his tender mercies. have a scripture I'd like to read to get started with. It, uh, in the 19th Psalm, very thoughtful scripture. The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament showeth his handiwork. Day unto day uttereth speech, and night unto night showeth knowledge. There is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. Their line has gone out through all the earth, and their words to the end of the world. And them hath he set a tabernacle for the sun. Uh, that's just precious. Let's all stand for a moment and have prayer. <clears throat> precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, for your word that goes out. We thank you for the wisdom and knowledge that you impart to mankind. God, thank you, God, that you care about us and you talk to us and you help us and you give us what we need. Lord, we pray for this service tonight. We thank you for each one that's come and each one that's listening and watching on the live stream. God, just help us to band together and, uh, God, that we'll just humble our hearts and pray and be in one mind and one accord and worship you in spirit and in truth. God, help us tonight. Uh, whatever's done, God, guide us and lead us and help us that we can uh, have a time here that when we go away, we go uplifted and helped. God, we ask these things in Jesus' name, and amen. And uh, so at this time, we'll turn the service over to the choir. Brother Eric. Turn the small book, page 180. Once I was lost in sin.
guess they need a fill-in tonight, so you're stuck with me. <laughs> but uh, we appreciate being here, what we can fill. 
and those songs, uh, they just hit home. I mean, uh, um, we're looking forward to going home one day. Uh, if we could, everybody stand and uh, ask for a prayer request. Um, anybody got any special requests? and gracious and all us heavenly father is once again and we bow our hearts and love before you this evening god we thank you for this great opportunity you've let us gather once more in the house of prayer that we might be able father to come together in one mind one accord that we might be able to see the lord i and lifted up in our midst god we realize this evening that without you lord we can't do anything father we pray this evening that you look down upon this gathering together of your children, Father, we pray. If there be one here that don't know them, if we pardon the sin, that this might be the hour, Heavenly Father, that turn their heart toward heaven. Call out upon thee for the salvation of their souls, Father, because surely if they die in that condition, Father, in hell, they'll lift their eyes. I pray this evening, Father, that you might touch their hearts and those that are walking afar off. Help them, Father, stir up the gifts of God that's down in their soul that they might understand, Father, that they need to get things fixed up to where they might be alive and that to those round about and bless Elmer this evening. We pray, God, that you look down upon him. Help him and help Jeanette. We pray, Lord, you know what they need this evening. Father, we know, God, that you have all power, both in heaven and earth. Father, that your spirit is able in that to touch his heart and his life. Father, we just pray, Lord, that he cast his cares upon you because you care for him. And God, we ask thee now to go with us, that on through this service and whatever is accomplished in it will. Thank thee and praise thee for it, because we ask it in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I have something uh, I might try to read here. Um, this is, uh, you know, in the Bible, it tells you how to get saved and how to live and uh, and the first chapter actually 
Um, it talks about God creating the earth, heavens and the earth. And, uh, but I took it personal. Um, it said, uh, God create in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the earth. Or under, uh, darkness was upon the face of the deep. And I had a void. And if you look up void, it means unfilled. Uh, but uh, in the spirit... God moved upon the face of the waters and God said let there be light and there was light I didn't have darkness anymore uh, God divided the light from the darkness and uh, he didn't save this flesh but he saved my soul and there's a they're divided uh, but uh you go on down, it says, and the evening and the morning were the first day. And ever since I got saved, I've been living in that first day. And I'll be living in that first day through eternity. Uh, does anybody else have a testimony or song? It's good to be here. It's good to feel God's spirit. Yeah, that's about all I have. So I'll turn it over to you and you get one of the preachers or you one. So. Boy, it's good to be here. I appreciate that opening up and the singing and I sure appreciate that good spirit and good comments that God gave Keith about that first chapter in Genesis. What I applied it. Uh, he said, I applied it personal. What's the way to read the Bible? And I thank the Lord for that. That's blessed my heart. That's good. And uh, good to be here. Let me ask again. Uh, somebody feel like singing or somebody have a testimony on your heart? Uh, obey the Lord. We're welcome to do whatever God wants us to do. And uh, God will help us do it. God not only gives you things to do, but he says, I'll help you. He always will. If you try to follow him, he'll help you. So whatever you got on your heart, somebody's got a song or testimony or just a word, follow the Lord. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. yeah, buddy. That's a great testimony. Thank the Lord for that. Someone else?
Amen. Amen. Appreciate that. Right. There's a ghost, there's a ghost inside of me Not like one of those campfire stories My papa says he brings us welcome He leads me through the darkness He leads me through the unknown He leads me through my troubles and trials He leads me through the unknown Flat. Appreciate both. That's good. Somebody else have a song or a testimony. Got a nice crowd tonight. Appreciate everybody. Good to have you. Now, nobody's got a song or testimony. Uh, we mentioned our visitors. We got to have everybody. We got Brother Charles Dabney with us. He might have something on his heart. If he does, we'll just turn it over to him. You know Let's pray for Brother Charles while he comes. Pray, give you attention. Can I have one of these? <laughs> I drank coffee coming down here and now I'm parched. And being nervous doesn't help. <laughs> so if I just, excuse me to get a sip of this, fill out my tongue and stuck to the roof of my mouth. It's good to be here. Um, boy, enjoyed the songs and um, my mother was hard of hearing. She was pretty much deaf in one ear. And this is a great tool. Not that I do much with it, but it's it's a great tool to some people. It it it, and we were blessed to go to church years ago. You didn't have this type of thing, but it it she enjoyed it later on. I think of her when I I think of her. She just suffered with that most of her life. Told my granddaughter today. I said. Your great-grandmother had more sense than any two or three college graduates. Now, that was, a lot of that was due to knowing the Lord. So, I just can't get settled, but I'm thankful to be here with you again. Always thankful for what I can feel in my heart. And I felt the Lord in the songs and prayer, and it's just been good to be here so far. Been wanting to get back this way, and... I got sick in December, and it's been cold and what have you, and yep. I lost, I don't know, I lost weight when I was in the hospital. I was in the hospital with COVID, and I've gained all that back. <laughs> I think I've enjoyed every minute of it, too. <laughs> but uh, but uh, I've been wanting to get back here sometime, and uh, now that I've got some, I hope I've got some immunities, I don't know what to believe. Most of the time, Brent, what they <laughs> they seem to change it all the time, but I hope I'm good for a little while. Yeah. And, uh, but uh, 
<clears throat> we'd like to read something we've been thinking on in the second, second book of Kings in the 20th chapter. And there's about 10, 12 verses there maybe, so bear with us and we just desire your prayers. And uh, this first verse, um, it reads like, In those days was Hezekiah sick unto death. And I told a friend of mine, uh, he texted me and I was in the hospital. I, I went in and I got, got home, got out two days before Christmas Eve. And I told a friend of mine, I said, well, I said, ah, they've told me I should be okay. I don't have any pre-existing uh, problems and uh, they've been encouraging about it. And I said, I don't think this sickness is unto death. Not this time. But there will be a time. Amen. Something's going to take me. Yeah, yeah. Blood pressure, cancer, I don't know what. Yeah. Car accident. But I'm ready to go. Yeah. I've been ready to go since about 10 years old. That last part of that song said, I'll leave this sinful world behind. I've been ready to leave this sinful world that day I got saved as a boy. I've been ready. I've been, I've been, I've been ready to go. But... Anyways, I thank God anyway for helping me, for being with me in the hospital when I was there. And, yeah. and uh, but um, <clears throat> it reads like this. In those days was Hezekiah sick unto death. And the prophet Isaiah, the son of Amos, came to him and said unto him, Thus saith the Lord, set thine house in order, for thou shalt die and not live. Then he turned his face to the wall and prayed unto the Lord, saying, I beseech thee, O Lord, remember now how I have walked before thee in truth and with a perfect heart and have done that which is good in thy sight. And Hezekiah wept sore. And it came to pass before Isaiah was gone out into the middle court. I like, I like that little verse right there. And it came to pass... It's like before he got out of the king's house, God changed his mind. See, God can do that. <laughs> so at the word of the Lord came to him saying, Turn again and tell Hezekiah, the captain of my people, Thus saith the Lord, the God of David thy father, I have heard thy prayers, I have seen thy tears. Behold, I will heal thee. On the third day thou shalt go up into the house of the Lord. And I will add unto thy days fifteen years, and I will deliver thee and this city out of the hand of the king of Assyria. And I will defend this city for mine own sake and for my servant David's sake. And Isaiah said, Take a lump of figs. And they took and laid it on the boil, and he recovered. And Hezekiah said unto Isaiah, What shall be the sign that the Lord will heal me, and that I shall go up into the house of the Lord the third day? And Isaiah said, this, is, this, this sign shalt thou have of the Lord, that the Lord will do the thing that he hath spoken. Shall the shadow go forward ten degrees, or go back ten degrees? He's asking of this of Hezekiah. And Hezekiah answered, It is a light thing for the shadow to go down ten degrees. Nay, but let the shadow return backward ten degrees. And Isaiah the prophet cried unto the Lord, and he brought the shadow ten degrees backward by which it had gone down. 
and the dial of Ahaz. Now what, the first time that I, is this on? Okay, okay. Uh, the first time that I, that I read this, God sort of brought me back to it like this. He said, do you remember the first time that you read this? And I remember reading the ninth verse and reading the tenth verse. And I thought after I, just after I read the ninth verse, when he asked him, what would you have it to do to go forward or go backwards? And I thought to myself, well, surely he'll ask him to go backwards. You see, if you're saved by the grace of God, you, you know what God's done for you. you. There's a record, there's a testimony of what God's done for all his people. Yeah. That, and, and the future you don't have to worry about. Yeah. It's, it's taken care of just by what he's done. Yeah. That, and uh, God said, go back and read that again and, and collect your thoughts like you did when you read them the first time. Let, let me start at the start here. When I was in the hospital, and, and I, I enjoy Christmas time because it seems like I enjoy the, the weeks around Christmas time going to church. I don't know if it's just a lot of people's mind or on the Bible or on uh, concerning the birth of Christ and, and, and have a biblical thinking about it. But it, it just it seems like it's always a little different. And I kind of miss that, being sick and stuff, but... I was watching some shows on TV, and I saw a lot of religious programs, and all of them were talking about, uh, some of them were talking about this year, how the stars were different, or they were close to being like they were when Jesus was born. So it, it, that light would be similar, the stars would be aligned to similar. And there was a few different things, I didn't stay on any of them too awful long. <laughs> and, uh, but every one of them always wanted to get over into prophecy how his birth lined up with, 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 uh, with uh, Noah and the timing of Noah. And maybe it did. I really don't know. I don't understand all that. But every one of them, they couldn't stay away from what's going to happen out John. When the Lord's going to come back. And they, they seem to just be consumed with it. You know what I'm consumed with? I'm consumed with the contentment of being saved in the depths of my heart. And knowing that no matter what this world, and if you ain't noticed, our world is going a little crazy here lately. But it doesn't matter what comes or what stays or what rises or what falls. I'm in God's hand, and I'm going home one of these days. And I got to thinking about those two women. The angel came to Mary. Well, he first came to Elizabeth, and then he came to Mary. And Mary got down to the question not to go through all of it. And she said, how can these things be? She said, I don't know a man. And she said, the Holy Ghost shall overshadow thee, and that thing that shall be conceived in you shall be of the Holy Ghost. If you're saved this morning, this evening, you understand that birth exactly because you've been conceived by the Holy Ghost. And you've got a place in the kingdom of God. And that's the only way you'll get in, is to be born again. And he said to Mary, Thy cousin Elizabeth is with child also. And it's almost in my mind I can see her get excited about that. Because you know what she was doing? She was reverting back to the old church. She wasn't worried about the future. She went back to what she knew took place. 
and their matriarchs or ancestors that were without children. And they had gone beyond the ability to have children. But God said, you're going to have a child. And they did. And you can list them. There was Samson's mother and, and, and Samuel's mother. And probably a lot of them that the Bible doesn't even speak of to us. But she went back to the old church. And when she went back and saw Elizabeth, of course she went in and the, the babe left in her womb for joy, for the salutation, for the proclamation that he was going to come that was told of from long ago. And this, they just keep looking. And they just keep making claims. And oh, if they knew, if they knew Jordan, how silly they looked. If they just knew how silly they looked. If they had the Lord in them, they wouldn't be worried about the future. But he, the, uh, the degrees is, is said believed to be a half hour. So the 10 degrees put it five hours ahead or five hours back. And that's another issue that science and, uh, science and scientists have wallowed with and wrestled with. Some say that's the way it happened. Some say they've dismissed it. But it's there nonetheless. But it's something that they can't explain. But with God... It, there's no problem. There's there's no there's no hesitancy in God in doing this, and I liked what he said when he when he spoke to Isaiah. He said, "Tell Hezekiah, I've heard that prayer, because I believe that Hezekiah he says it tells us the things that he said, because he he's saying. But that was a part of Hezekiah that when you're facing death, you're gonna you, you it's it's an abruptness." To know that your mortality is at hand and you're going to die. But I believe that, I believe with all my heart that a little further over, Hezekiah began, began to remember those good times with the Lord. How that everything he attempted, he said he was the captain of his people. He, this was in the midst of a mess for Israel, that he was going to die. I believe he, he was worried about Israel. He was worried about his job as leader of them and the captain of them. But I believe he also went back and be, thought about the days of his youth and how he was brought up. I do. I, I go back, and I'll thank God for the good people that raised me, the good church that raised me. It'll take a church to lead you to God. We've got a lot of sit-at-home worshipers these days. I got them here tonight, uh, Sally, because I think tomorrow the weather might impede on me uh, from coming down. At least that's the excuse I'm going to use for Donnie. But, but anyway. But uh, I love to come to church. It seemed like it was a month of Sundays when I was sick that I couldn't get to come to church. I need to come and uh, just feel the Lord a little bit. Uh, just hear some songs sung, sung through the Spirit of God. Uh, you can't go just anywhere and hear folks sing and of the spirit to roll off them. You can't just go anywhere. I'm thankful for a little church I'm a member of, Lafayette. Thankful for this church, the church I was raised in. And you know, I remember as I was thinking about these things, I remember Brother Bob Munker, it's been several years ago, 
And he, it was around Christmas time, and he, he took his thought from the woman at the well. And Jesus said unto him, he said, This is rich. He said, if you know who it is that you speak to and the gift of God, if you knew the gift of God, you would ask of me. But you know what? Without the gospel, you can't know what the gift of God is. You can't even know that you need the gift of God. It takes the gospel to stir you up and make you realize that you're lost and then offer you the holy resolution that God has made. that you can be saved by his grace. But I believe with all my heart that that's just me speaking as Kyle looked back. Because I seem to do it more and more as I get older. Am I getting older? Yeah, I got to reckon I am. <laughs> he's, he's shaking his head. And I look back. And uh, it's like that little poem that, you, that you've seen so many times about the footprints in the sand. That's pretty fitting. Because where I didn't think he was there, he was walking right there with me. So that's my little thought. And, and I appreciate your prayers and attention. And uh, I wrote down here in the, in the marking on the margin that's been, that was about 700 B.C. So what's that been? About almost 2,700 years ago or so. But God's the same. And those that know him are the same. And their testimony is the same. And that most of all, I thank God for the things in my life don't say the same. The times don't say the same. I speaking to a fellow in the waiting room at the doctor's office today. And we was talking and, and through the conversation he mentioned his church. I said, where do you go to church? And it was a, I, I knew of the church. It's, a, it's on Indiana Avenue in, in Toledo. He's a black gentleman. I said to him, I said, I'm, I'm a missionary Baptist myself. And for a little bit, I said, well, what I've said to you and what you've told me, I said, what are, what are people doing? Reaching and grabbing for power and money and all they think about in themselves? I said, what do they think they're going to have yeah. after it's all said and done? What do they think they're going to be left with? He said, nothing. I felt the Lord in that when I was talking. I believe he knew what he. I believe he, he knew what he was talking about. I believe he knew his salvation. But we didn't say it, but of course, the thought is that if you don't have the Lord, you don't have a thing. So I'll hush, turn it back over to your good pastor. Appreciate him and thank you for, thank you for putting up with me. I don't want to walk off with this. My wife will take it the wrong way and think I'm trying to outdo her. Don't nobody tell her that. I appreciate Brother Charles. Glad to come down to visit us. Appreciate those scriptures. Need that water? Oh. I don't know, but I don't see it. All right. Maybe it's in your pocket, I think. Did you find it? Okay. Appreciate those scriptures and good thoughts. And uh, somebody else got something on your heart. <clears throat> Maybe somebody else got a song. If one of you preachers, other preachers got something on your heart, uh, 
you're still welcome, there's plenty of room. I, I refer to that sometimes, so I remember that one service, we had four or five preachers preached, and uh, there's always time and place to do whatever God wants done, so if you feel like God's stirring your heart and you need to say or do something, do it, do it. And, uh, and if you got a song, you still sing it, or a testimony, just follow your heart. Anybody got anything? Good to be here. That's pretty much for Sunday services coming up, Sunday morning, Sunday night. There's some folks that's uh, told me firmly that they plan on being here Sunday that uh, I've really had a burden for. And uh, I just really, really pray for them. Uh, some of them probably lost. Some of them might need to rededicate. I don't know for sure. But I, I know I've got a burden, and I know there's a need there. And so let's just really pray and uh, pray for the service. And uh, if you got somebody on your heart and you can, invite them to come to church. If you don't have somebody on your heart, ask God for somebody. So God, I've been in that spot before. I'd say, well, I don't really have anybody really strong on my heart. I'd, I'd try to get serious and pray, God, give me a burden for somebody. And God would. When I come to God just right, he'd give me a burden. And uh, sometimes I'd say, God, if you'd want me to speak to them or invite them or call them, uh, Lord, help me do that. I mean, I want to do it in the Lord, but uh, there's so much needs done. Uh, we could do 